emergency. Are you ready? Yes, I am. <laughs> um, yes, I am. <laughs> hello. Yes, hello. This is Cocktail Mother. I'm Taj. And I'm Honey. <laughs> and we talk about true crime <laughs> while drinking wine. A good red wine. Okay, this is Very difficult good. to talk like this it, for it, a long for time. For a long time, right? Yeah. It hurts just, my brain a little bit. You lose the accent after a while, <laughs> for sure. Like, well, for sure. hello. Yes, it's a, this is our real voice, if you didn't know. Yeah. This is what we really sound like. <laughs> I'm sorry if you got excited, but... Yeah. yeah. No, we're not. We're not the English. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not at all. Okay. Um, yeah, so we talk about black victims and people of color victims. Yes. Because um, our stories are often buried or underreported. Yes. Um, or the investigators simply don't give a shit, you know? They that, don't That's actually, their... like, mostly what happens. Exactly. The investigators really, they don't. They don't give a shit. Exactly. And, and it's, like, up to us. Exactly. To, to like, care. figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. To give at least one shit. Um, just one. Just you can give one shit. Just a pebble of shit. <laughs> not like the long log. Exactly. No, not the, the long log. Yeah, the, the pebble on. one. Exactly. You just all know what I'm talking bad. about. Um, <laughs> so um, I figured uh, while we get into the belligerent yes. corners, um, I figured we can one take hove this. I kind of want to do something different. Okay. So even if we mess up or say something really fucked up, we can't edit it out. Oh, that's scary. I know, right? Oh, we're going to get canceled. We are. Fuck cancel culture. That's my goal, to get canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Because then the people that don't cancel us, those are the people that really fuck with us and I fuck with y'all. Exactly. We fuck with y'all. You are us and we are you. Again, we are cocktail murder, so we also drink. Oh, yeah. We freaking drink. We're drunk and now. We're drunk right now <laughs> off of the wine, Zinfandel type of wine. We, we have, like, talked about <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this wine so for many three times. Weeks. <laughs> three weeks straight. Because we've been drunk off of it for three weeks straight. Yeah, it is amazing. This wine, I can't even, It's like, a magic wine. It's so magical like i'm in a different place one glass gets you tipsy one glass one glass love a good one glass wine like you could take a shot of this wine like it might as well be a liquor (laughs) (laughs) honestly watch it be like five percent exactly (laughs) (laughs) we are delusional really just tired we're not drunk we're just tired exactly exactly i drank my wine by the way i i saw you chugged it yes i did like a champ for the show should i chug mine chug it chug (laughs) one take home let's do it (laughs) chug 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 so you gotta really chug it we can't cut out the spaces she took one sip guys that was a big sip Okay, Not I really. have reflexes in my throat. I know about you. Well, I just don't don't see it here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really proving it. <laughs> uh, I just God. chugged a whole glass of this. Can I just magic this? wine? Sucking dick is a chore. <laughs> it totally Can is. I just say that. No, that's so true. <laughs> okay, I it's a chore, right? You know. Okay. So sometimes it's not because like sure. some like sure. 
Okay, I think for me, when I'm like drunk, yeah. oh girl, I can suck a mean dick. A mean dick. You know right. I mean? Yeah, and exactly. I And then like I mm-hmm. actually like it, I'm enjoying it. Sure. But you know what I hate? Guys expect to like have their dick sucked in the morning. Ugh. And like, I don't have saliva in the morning. Right. And so now I'm just sucking dick with a dry mouth. I was gonna say. That is hard. Cause like, you know, I snore at night, so my mouth is open <laughs> and my throat is dry. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you know, no. It's just not happening. I need, it is a lot of work. I need moisture on yeah. the back of my throat, you know? And I, like... I, I never say that I'm, like, really good at sucking dick because I don't think I'm the best. Nah. I have seen porn and those bitches be sucking some yeah. dick now. Yeah. Like, woo! Ironically, I suck at sucking, at sucking dick. dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mainly because I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not my, yeah, it's not, it's my, not my cup of tea. Yeah. And I know some females, they're like, oh, I love it. Yeah, some, I some people love it. suck 20 dicks if I wanted to, but I, nah, that's not, I'm yeah. getting off of that. Heck no. Tugging dick is a lot. Yeah. No, it seriously is. It Ugh. is. Yeah. I don't have, like, wide mouth either. Yeah, so it's like, my jaw gets tired. Yeah, my jaw gets tired. And it's like, this is even... Like, and I hate, like... Charlie, move. I hate, um, like, the gag reflex. Like, oh, I yeah. hate, like, feeling like I have to throw up yeah. or something. So I really like, don't like that Because, like, what you gonna do either. if I throw up on you? Dude, I wonder how many dudes have had their... Let us thrown know. Up on. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Email if you've us. had your dick thrown up on. Yeah. A friend of mine actually told me a story about it. He really? said that a girl had thrown up on his dick. She was like really drunk, su- sucking his dick, whatever. Yeah. Um, consensually, of course. Yeah. And um and like I guess she just threw up. Oh my god. On his dick. And I'm like, what, what did, did you, you do? do? And he's like, I just, like, got a towel and I cleaned it up. And, like, I let her sleep off her drunkenness. And I told her to go home. And I did not talk to her after Ever that. Again. And I was like, yeah, That's it. That's sounds about straw. right. Well, if I, I threw up I'm on doing. someone's dick, I probably wouldn't talk to you <laughs> yeah. again. Heck I'd be no. kind of embarrassed. I'd block you. Well, I don't know. I'd be like, hey, remember the time I threw up on your dick? <laughs> <laughs> remember the time? <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Charlie, seriously, go. <laughs> like, dude, we're doing something here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Gosh, you're such a child. <laughs> if you guys don't know, my dog Charlie is just all up in, uh, in our business. faces right now, <laughs> like, and I love him to death, Charlie. You get know out I of love grown you. Folks business, but we are talking about sucking dick right yeah, now. Get out of grown folks' business. You shouldn't be listening to this. Right <laughs> no, now. you are only. You're not even one years old yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, but that's life, you know, as a woman, it's like, you kind of, you know. Yeah, I guess I, you know. Kind of have to. With the right one, it's kind of like, okay, yeah. Yeah. All bullshit aside, I'll I'll sick your dick, but other than that, fuck no. Yeah. I do have to say this, I've noticed guys are more likely to eat random pussy than oh, girls girl. are not even just random it. pussy they be eating random ass <laughs> random booty <laughs> <laughs> they do they really do and it's like i wonder what they think like what the fuck let me tell you okay so ass? I've, I've had that before 
like a dude that yeah. it would like be our first time having sex. Mm-hmm. Even like, okay, we're we're grown. It'd be a dude that I don't really know that well. Sure, yeah. And like he will straight go for the ass. <laughs> And I'm just like, you don't even know where my ass has been, sir. Like, it's been a long day. <laughs> a long day, sir. Um, I remember I was hanging out with this guy. Uh-huh. And we had, like, <laughs> we really hung out. We had, yeah. like, went on a boat together that mm. day. And then we, like, partied together that yeah. day. We walked around. We did a lot that yeah. day. We spent, like, the full day together. Mm-hmm. And later that night, he ate my ass. And I didn't even, like, take a shower. <laughs> like, I didn't do anything to, like, clean up. He was yeah. just there. It's like you're kind of just still. Just like, <laughs> like are you going to continue? Or like, you- <laughs> like, what Does What if, like, there was good? a piece of toilet paper down you know? there? You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I haven't checked. Like? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you, you also got booty sweat. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, From kinda, all day? Yeah. It gotta yeah. have a little tangy to it. Just yeah, a little, yeah just a little, it's a little tangy. It's been marinating all day. But I mean, hey, if, if, if that's, that's what, what you like, like <laughs> if that's what you like, I ain't no gonna judgment. stop you. I didn't yeah. stop him. Exactly. Just say it though. Just say it. It's been marinating. Yeah, but you do think like, damn. So you eat everybody's ass, exactly. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, so it's just mine on the first day. Oh, got it. No, yeah. If, no, if this he is what eats you do. your ass on the first date. That that's is what he, not yeah. the first time he nope. has ate ass Absolutely. on the first date. That's what date. he does, and that's what he does. Like, that's his thing. Like, that's his, that's his shit right there. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that is his shit. <laughs> that's his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, wow. oh, my God. Yeah. Guys are funny. No, they really are. They really are. They're interesting creatures, I'll tell you that. Like anytime, anytime, like someone takes a long pause and like stares at me, I automatically assume there's a spider on me. <laughs> Taj You've just been traumatized. I've been so traumatized. Taj just took a piece of something off of my hair, and instantly I'm like, "It's a spider! Don't move!" But she's gonna you take really care of it. You really did like freeze up right now. <laughs> yeah, I froze. Like, I just tried to get a piece of length. Over yeah, here. no, I froze. I don't know what it is. Like, I just don't know what it is about spiders. I just you've can't. always been scared of spiders. I've been, t- and I'm still terrified of spiders. Even like the smallest of. It's spiders. been exactly one year since I've encountered a spider. Oh, girl, knock on wood. Because- I know. <laughs> Hey, you gonna yeah. wake up with a tarantula in your Ooh, shit? Oh, don't say that. Mm-mm. Nope, don't say that <laughs> ever again. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. Yeah, I guess that's uh, that's it in the belligerent. That's belligerent. <laughs> that's, we got belligerent. <laughs> yes, yes, sure we did. did today. All right, this is your dick sucking podcast. Bye. Yes, goodbye. <laughs> Okay, so on to what Cocktail Murder is about. Yes. Again, we talk about victims of color and black victims. Again, those are the stories that go untold, unsolved, underreported. We want to make sure that we get their stories out there, get their names out there, and um, and yeah, shed light on those who have been left in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, who's first? I think... 
I think so. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. talked about yes. the big-eared midget yes, last week. You did, you did, and you ended off the grand finale. Yes, of that one. I yes. did. I really hope that you guys checked out the cocktail Dude. murder Instagram and. Yeah. Um, saw the photo I know of that kid oh my the god ears. The, ears <laughs> the ears on that child was massive whoa he looked like he was a terror exactly. to Argentina yeah no he <laughs> looked like a terror <laughs> okay so mine is a little bit different okay um here we are going to take a trip to Texas ooh Texas stay <clears throat> house Okay, so I am going to talk about the Clear Lake murders. Ooh. Mm. And um, I'm going to give credit to where I got all this information from. There's an article by Catherine M. on Mm Medium.com. There was also an article by Michael Zenny on Mm TheDailyMail.com. I really like The Daily Mail. They Mm -hmm. give a lot of... They do. Good information. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, Murderpedia. Nice, nice, nice. So there's actually a couple of documentaries or like uh, parts of a docu-series about mm-hmm. this story, but um, I just didn't have the time to watch them. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. So if you guys have a chance, yeah, watch them. I'm sure that they're really good. Okay, so we are starting off uh, with Rachel Colarutis. Mm-hmm. Colarutis. I think that's how you say her last name. (laughs) And Tiffany Rowell. Uh, They were two best friends that attended Clear Lake High School, which is in Clear Lake, Texas. And that's a city that kind of borders Houston. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Houston. I Mm -hmm. fucking love Houston. Yes, even though you guys are open and non-conscientious as fuck about the pandemic, but it is Let me tell you, I mean, I told you I went to Houston for New Year's. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did not party. I didn't. We had this discussion. Yeah, we didn't go crazy. But I sat in a restaurant and I was just so shocked that people were sitting next to each other in this yeah. restaurant. And, you know, here in California, we've been closed. We can't even no. step foot yeah. in a Inside, restaurant. Yeah. They even shut down outdoor dining yeah. out here. And it was just like, I go to Houston and literally like, it was just so regular. Yeah. But now regular is weird. Yeah. You know, so it, it was like, so it was crazy. weird to sit there. Yeah. But, yeah, Houston is fun, but, yeah, mm-hmm. y'all wildin' for real out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rachel was a talented artist. She worked at the UPS store, okay. which is a great job to have in high school. She was mm. a high school student. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I worked at Fuddruckers yeah. in high school. I worked at Tilly's. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she had plans to join the Air Force after high school. Mm. Now, the other best friend, Tiffany Rowell, this is the hard part about when we talk about these victims is that it's hard to find information about the victims. So, Tiffany, I couldn't find much. I mean, even with Rachel's, I got her information from her obituary. So, that's hard. Um, With Tiffany, I couldn't find much information on her. But what we do know is that Rachel and Tiffany, the best friends, they Mm -hmm. were also the popular girls in high Mm. school. Okay. They were very pretty, and mm-hmm. we'll post the pictures of them. They're gorgeous girls, very pretty, they're fun, um, but most of all, they were actually genuinely nice people. So they weren't like the main popular girls. They mm-hmm. were actually really nice, mm-hmm. um, and that's part of the reason why everybody loved them. Mm-hmm. 
In 2003, they befriended a girl named Christine Paolia. And Christine had just moved to Texas from Long Island, and she found it extremely hard to make friends. Um, well, okay, so she didn't find it really extremely hard to make friends. She was actually bullied mm. by okay. everyone. Jeez. Um, she was diagnosed at a young age with alopecia, um, and she had to wear wigs ever since she was a little girl. And if you don't know, alopecia alopecia is a condition that causes you to lose your hair, um, including your eyebrows and your lashes. Mm. So she was pretty much bald all over. Yeah. Um, so again, she was bullied for that, which is so Jesus just Christ. fucked up. Kids are so like, mean. Kids are yeah. so mean. I mean, yeah. adults are mean, you Exa- know? Yeah, and yeah. like kids are just, woof. Yeah. I will fight a child. I would. For my child, yes. Yeah, I would fight Absolutely. One. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Rachel and Tiffany, the popular girls, they did not stand for bullying. So um, they basically took Christine under their wings when mm-hmm. she got to their high school. They gave her an entire makeover, and they pretty much made her one of them. Um, the makeover boosted Christine's self-esteem, and even her mom had said that she's the happiest she's ever been. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, like, super dope. Um, we see it all the time in the movies and in real life. You know, the popular kids, even if they're nice, they're not that nice. Right, and so yeah. these two girls really took Christine under under their wing wow. and not only, like, gave her a makeover and made her look pretty, but yeah. they're like, no, like, you're one of us. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you are our, we're best friends, you're our third best friend now. Wow. Like, so they really took her in. That's very sweet. Right? Exactly. Um... So, yeah, so it boosted her self-esteem. I mean, even in the pictures that I found of her, you could just see that she was just plain happy. Like, she's just smiling so big. She has, like, these great wigs on. She has her makeup done. She's so, like, just so cute. And even in that same year, the student body voted her Miss Irresistible. So it's safe to say she did like a total like turnaround at um, that high school. She went from the girl who was bullied to now she's a popular girl. She's Miss Irresistible. Unfortunately, at the age of 17, Christine started dating a 21 year old named Christopher Snyder. No one liked Chris. His parents disapproved of him and her best friends, Rachel and Tiffany, definitely disapproved of him they told her all the time that he's not worth it that you're worth more than that Mm -hmm. and he was just not a good dude he was actually known in the city for his criminal activity Mm. and that he experimented with hard drugs wow it was an extremely toxic relationship Um, according to her friends and family they would fight constantly and he would even make her sleep outside what? on the lawn. Oh my god. At night. Until he was ready for her to come inside the house after he wasn't mad at her anymore. That is so crazy. That isn't just toxic. That's no. abusive. Yeah. I don't even know what to make of that. Yeah, that's an abusive relationship. And honestly, any girls that are listening that are in anything yeah. like kind of similar, Mm-mm. 
that is never okay. No, absolutely not. It's never okay. And I think, like, her sleeping out on the lawn, and I, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but her sleeping out on the lawn had to make her feel like, yeah. I don't want to be in this relationship. And then when he brings her back into the house, she's in. probably yeah. like... And he's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. yeah. So it's, oh man, it's just, it's so sad when women find themselves in those relationships. Yeah, Yeah. they feel stuck. And I've been in a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. before, and I didn't even know how I got there. Mm -hmm. Like, it got to a point where I was like, damn, I was so on my shit in the beginning, and now I'm in this toxic relationship. How? Yeah. Like, so a lot of times you wake up one day and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, how did it get I have no control over my life anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just like many toxic relationships, she ended up isolating herself from her friends and family Mm -hmm. and eventually became addicted to drugs as well. On July 18th of 2003, Rachel and Tiffany, um, Tiffany's boyfriend Marcus and his cousin Adelbert were hanging out at Tiffany's house. They were planning on having like a little kickback later that night. And so they made sure that they stocked up on party favors. Mm -hmm. Party favors could be alcohol, could be drugs, Mm it could be whatever. whatever. Um, one of the boys, I want to say it was Marcus, he was actually, um, he had been a drug dealer in the past. Mm -hmm. He had dealt, I want to say it was ecstasy Mm -hmm. in the past. So again, they had the party favors. Mm -hmm. Little did they know the party was never going to happen. So Christine and her boyfriend, Chris, both drug addicts heard of this little get together and decided they wanted to go hit a lick on them. If you don't know what hit a lick means, they were going to rob them. Yes. (laughs) They wanted to steal drugs. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Upon arriving at the house, a fight broke out between Chris, Christine, and then the other teenagers. And her boyfriend started shooting. (gasps) No. All four people... Rachel, Tiffany, Marcus, and Adelbert were shot multiple times. <gasps> Rachel, despite being shot multiple times, attempted to crawl to the closest cell phone she could see to dial 911. Oh my God. However, Christine saw her and struck her in the head with the butt of her gun until she died. Oh my goodness. Rachel and Tiffany were both shot in the crotch area. <gasps> Which made police believe that there was some kind of sexual jealousy there. Interesting. Yeah. So Christine and Chris, after killing everyone in the home, they left. Oh my god. Chris drove Christine to work at Walgreens where she worked the makeup counter. And she clocked in for her shift and that was that. Oh my god. They left without leaving any evidence that they were there. When when police arrived um, to the scene, of course, they got some information on the victims. When they pulled up Marcus Priscilla, which was Tiffany's boyfriend, mm-hmm. they found that he had a history of dealing drugs. So they just chalked it up to a drug deal gone Jeez, wrong. No. Which Jeez. is like, you can't just like no. go to a scene, look at the scene and say... 
oh yeah, this must have been a bad drug deal. Like it doesn't like, work that way. Yeah, yeah, like you are literally trained to survey investigate, and yeah. investigate everything that happened mm-hmm. and give honestly as many theories as you could right. to and then kind of narrow it down from there mm-hmm. as to what happened that's what i would think exactly is what's supposed to happen that's what the job description said hello <laughs> <laughs> um okay so <clears throat> okay yeah so it was a drug deal gone be- gone wrong is what they thought however this was disproven because of some other details so there were over 40 shots fired. Oh my god. And they noticed that most of the shots were aimed towards the girls. They mm. uh, that's how investigators knew that it was more personal mm. than it was like a bad drug deal. Um yeah, they said that the two girls, it was almost overkill. Like dude, like you did not have to shoot she these girls many this times. many times. Yeah, wow. And again, like the um shot at the crotch was just like specific to them because they're like, mm. no, like this is some th- like this is jealousy. Yeah. This isn't just anything. <clears throat> the police hit a dead end because the only piece of evidence they had was a sketch of the murderers given by a neighbor. Which was a pretty poor description because they didn't get, like, a great look at him. I mean, that makes sense. Like, the neighbor, like, they weren't expecting, like, you know, these people to come in and shoot up the shit, Mm -hmm. you know. So, But they gave, you know, what they could. Again, this was a dead end for police. Mm -hmm. And three years go by. Three. Yeah. Um... Investigators had no leads on who killed the four teenagers. Mm. And I will say, uh, I read that they were all 18 years old. Okay. So legally they're adults, but 18, that's it's so young. Yeah. That's a teenager. Like, yeah. when I was they're 18, I was a child. Yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, yeah, they were teens for sure. 18. Yeah. <laughs> for good sake. <laughs> Um, during those three years that the police did, had no leads and it was all a dead end, Christine and Chris, they were busy, honey. Okay. So in 2004, Chris got arrested for a car theft in Kentucky. And after going to jail, Christine broke up with him. Which, okay, sounds kind of dumb in my opinion. We both went and, like, killed these people together. Right. Why would I ever break up with somebody? Yeah, at this point, <laughs> you might as well no, stay and Yeah, we're that. linked yeah. for life. Exactly. There is no way we are and ever... Again, they're drug addicts. That's stupid true. Stupid as hell. And they were stupid and drug addicts, yeah. Don't, they didn't even think. They probably forgot about the murders. Yeah. Honestly. Three years later. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm just like, And really, going to, dr- going to jail, that's what... That's what did it for you? Yeah, that's what made you break up with like, him. Was him. Yeah, that sounds... Get out of here. Yeah, that sounds crazy. That is so true. Dumbass. Um, after the breakup, Christine checked into a rehab facility in Texas where she met a man named oh Stanley Rott. Okay. If your last name is Rott... For, like, never. <laughs> you sound like you stink. <laughs> I'm like... I'm not, like, big on this, but, like, I could never marry someone with the last name, like, no, Rot. No, I don't want that. My name would be Taja Rot. Yeah, no. That sounds I'm keeping my so bad. Name. Yeah, I would not never. Not even hyphenated. You're going to take my last <laughs> yes, name. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Okay. 
So, yes, she met Stanley Rott, who was a heroin addict. Oh, fun. Uh, They began their relationship in 2005 and eventually got married. Shortly after they got married, Christine received a lump sum of money, and that was $360,000 from a trust fund left to her by her father. Mm. Now, I read that her father passed away when she was like two years old. Mm. So, and Christine, um, she had just turned 18. Mm. So she turns oh, 18. Now she gets this trust fund money. Oh, God. And she's also an addict. Yeah. So it's just not, you know, it yeah. doesn't seem like anything good can come yeah. of this. Um, she did use a portion of the money to get an apartment, and that's when she moved her and her hubby into her new apartment. One night, while watching TV, on the second anniversary of the unsolved murders of the four teens, Christine confessed to her husband that she and her ex-boyfriend, Chris, committed those murders. Instead of leaving his murderous wife, he decided that they should go on the run and go into hiding. Oh, my God. So, they began living out of a motel in San Antonio. Which sounds really stupid. Because... Yeah, no kidding. If you got $360,000, right? And you had to go on the run and you had to leave. Are you going to go to the next city over? <laughs> like, not even out the state? <laughs> not even out the state. Not even out, like, the country? Why wouldn't you leave some... Why wouldn't you go out you of the country? You could have gone to Mexico. You could have gone anywhere. Yeah. $360,000, that'll get you two tickets to yeah, anywhere. somewhere. And start over. Girl. Jesus. Damn. So that was really stupid Don't of them. Don't be a murderous addict, please. It, right, exactly. <laughs> For eight months straight, the couple stayed in that room, which was a La Quinta in San Antonio, which if you've ever, I've stayed at a La Quinta before, and they are, it's a motel, I'll tell you that, it's a motel, and all they did the whole time was shoot heroin and snort coke. Oh my God. That was their lives. In 2006, the police received a tip from someone who had been a resident at the same rehab facility mm. that Christine was at. He said that Christine had also confessed to him of the murder, and with that tip, police tracked Christine down in San Antonio easily using her recent ATM oh my activity. God. And then they arrested her. So, so, so you're not even on the run. Like you're No, you're not even trying to hide. No. At all. You're not even hiding. Yeah. They're clearly not that bright. Jeez, oh, stupid. Her husband uh, was also arrested um, once police found them in mm. their motel room. He was arrested because the police said it looked like a crime scene in itself in the motel room. They said that the couple shot up about $500 worth of heroin a day, which (gasps) is a fucking lot. A day? $500 a day? I spend $500 in a month, and I'm like, oh, bitch. Yeah, slow slow down, down, girl. You're doing the most. (laughs) Yes. $500 is a bill, bitch. And that's that's like two or three bills. Exactly. (laughs) What? Yeah, exactly. But she got that trust fund. So she's just blowing through this money. They lived off of Cheez-Its 
Reese's cups and soda. Ugh, their breasts stink. Oh, you know I know their breasts stink. And their teeth probably falling out. Yes. Oh, you know. Pee is yellow. Ooh, and, the motherfucker. And it hurts, and oh, it hurts coming out. OMG. Gross. Um, they didn't allow housekeeping to come in at all. Oh, and no. they said that the walls had blood on them. And there was vomit all over the place. They had a dog, and there was dog poop everywhere. Oh, my God. And it smelled terrible. It smelled so bad. Jeez. They said that there were over 70 used needles found. Oh, no. And there were several needles already filled with heroin ready to be used. Jeez. So, literally, these people did not leave the room. Ever. Um... They had Except said to go to the vending machine. What the fuck? Yeah, right. They said that they uh, the the only reason that uh, Chris left the room was to go get more drugs. Wow. And that was it. So these these two people, these two dr- like, I just can't believe seventy like vials. No, that's of a- heroin. That's a lot. There was blood over the walls. It. They lived like in this disgusting place with vomit and dog. When you didn't everywhere. even have to. When there was room service, wanting to clean for girl, you, you didn't even girl, have to clean. You didn't even have to do that. You didn't even have to do that. Oh God. It's just. It's crazy. Oh my But again, goodness. they're addicts, and and we say yeah. like how dumb it is to have three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. And you. Went to hide in a yeah. motel in yeah. the next city over. That's like just... you're clearly like yeah. not all the way there. Yeah. You can't be at all. No, that's crazy. Um, after questioning, Christine basically just broke down and confessed everything, and uh, that included her saying that she got help from her ex boyfriend Chris Snyder. So police went to go track him down. They found that he had gotten out of jail because remember he was arrested mm-hmm. for car theft. He had gotten out of jail and moved to South Carolina to live with a woman that he had met online. Mm. I actually read an article a couple of weeks ago <laughs> about women like finding love over prison pen pals. Oh my god. And I it's just confusing to me. I don't get it. Yeah. I personally don't get it and would never. But I mean, why would you do that? I, and these are like dudes that are never getting out. Like yeah. they have like life in prison. Yeah. And these women are like having full on relationships with them. Because they don't have to suck dick. That's why. It's oh, so true. <laughs> they don't have to do that. They don't have to because do the extra. Their man is probably sucking someone else's oh, dick. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. Even so, you're telling me, even if my man is still in prison, I have to worry about him <laughs> cheating on me? Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Too much. I can never. I can't. I saw on we this never show win. called Atlanta. I love that show, Atlanta, with Childish Gambino. Oh, yes. And, like, one of the dudes was like, well, you fucked a dude before, and he was like, "That's not gay. That's jail." <laughs> like, <laughs> two different things. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Where was I? Okay. So they tracked him. They tracked Chris Snyder down. Um. And after issuing a warrant for his arrest, somebody told Chris, "Like, hey, the police are looking for you. There's mm. a warrant out for your arrest. Like, what's good?" 
After getting that information, Chris Snyder committed suicide <gasps> no. by overdosing on prescription medications. Oh my goodness. The police found his decomposing body in a heavily wooded area nearby his home. So this will like overdose on prescription meds in like the middle of a wooded area. Yeah. Like I I, I want to say in hopes that nobody would find him yeah. or like what, but he was not trying to deal with the smoke that no. was coming his way. Um, so this left Christine to face trial alone. In 2008, she was convicted of four counts of capital murder. Mm. And I looked up capital murder because I wasn't exactly yeah. sure what that was. What's the difference? So capital murder is a murder that may be punished by death. Capital oh. murder involves murder plus some type of aggravating um, circumstances such as murdering a police officer or firefighter while they are on duty. Murdering a person while committing another felony like rape or abduction or murdering a child. So mm. that can constitute as capital murder. Mm. I will say, though, like, I, I have seen in a lot of states murdering an, an on-duty police officer is, like, immediate death penalty. Hmm. And I just, like, come on, come dude. On. Like, yeah. that goes, that that's like saying, like, the police, like are always right exactly. and we see mm-hmm. in these circumstances we yeah. should always have the um right to defend ourselves exactly exactly and so i just ugh, when yeah. i read that i was like wow that's wow. pretty funny yeah but anyways in this case it was capital murder but christine did not get the death penalty because she was a minor she was 17 years old mm. at the time that she committed the crimes mm. So, uh, the next day, she was actually sentenced to life in prison, and she filed appeals, which were all denied, and she currently is in a prison in Gatesville, Texas, Mm. and will be eligible for parole in 2046. Oh my god! 2046! Yes. And those are the Clear Lake murders. I wonder... As she was shooting the gun, was the the kick power so hard <laughs> and and like with such great force that her wig fell off? <laughs> <laughs> what if that's why there was an overkill? Because her wig fell off. And they saw it. And they saw it. The last thing they so, saw was her wig fall off. So she, she had got to... So she had to overkill. She was big mad. <laughs> like, bitch, not only are you an oh. addict, bitch, and you're bald, bitch. I will tell you, and I cannot wait to post the photos. It's so crazy because you can tell... She was such a pretty girl. So pretty. And of course she had to wear these wigs. But who the fuck doesn't wear wigs these days? You know, like, it's like one of those things. And then, like, during, like, her first trial, (laughs) they did not allow her to wear a wig or anything. And so 
oh man, she looked crazy. And this is nothing bad towards like alopecia, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. patients or anything. Yeah. But whoa, yeah. she looked wild. Because you have to take account that she has drugs in her system. Right, exactly. Yeah, like a drug she, was a dr- she was yeah. a drug addict as well. And so she She's looked look crazy. crazy. Yeah. She did not even look like the same person. And it's just, it's, it's wild. It's oh my wild. Because when you look at her photos from like high school, you're like, how in the world could someone that looks so Ooh. sweet and innocent do this? Yeah. But then when you see her pictures from the trial, it's like, oh, oh okay. like you did a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. Wow. What a story. Crazy. Mm, mm, wow. Mm. Okay. Yeah, what a crazy story. Very crazy story. Dude, seriously. Um, Watch your friends, man. Yeah, seriously. Like, no kidding. Watch who you elevate, honestly. Oh, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, okay, this story's a bit weird. Okay. Um, ugh, okay. And it's taking place in northern New Mexico. Oh. Okay, so... In September of 2016, a silver Kia was found abandoned in the Las Cruces Pecan Orchard. Is it orchard or orchard? 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 I don't know. I'm going to just say orchard and then whatever. Whatever, whatever. Okay, so um, a silver Kia was found abandoned in the Las Cruces Pecan Orchard under overgrown trees. Um, they found that the car was registered to 67-year-old Elvira Sugira, who lived about 20 miles north from where her car was abandoned. Police officers, oops, police officers tracked her down, thinking that the car may have been stolen from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried calling her multiple times and never received a response. Uh, they ended up going to her house, knocked on the door, and no one came to the door. Um, and after a while, they reportedly um, did a wellness check. Um, so that way they can kind of just force their way into the home. Um, and after forcing their way into the home, they um, walk through the home and uh, they're looking for Alivra Segura. And they found her on the bathroom floor, deceased and Whoa. so decomposed that they had no idea what happened. Whoa. So immediately they start investigating. The 67-year-old lady? Yes. Oh. Poor. Just, just that makes me so sad. Yeah. The fact that she's like older and then yeah. and then you're so decomposed that means you've been there for a while. Yeah, exactly. You know. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Elvira was a ti- Okay, Elvira was a retired librarian. Um, who worked in the field for about 25 years. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of information about her, um, which is, it sucks, but that's why we do these cases. Yeah. So if anybody knows her and would like to give us information on her life. And and who she was. Yeah, we want to know those things. Exactly. Because she's important. Exactly. That's, yeah, she's what matters in the story. When they started the investigation, um, and they ended up contacting some of their, uh, some of her friends and former coworkers, um, 
they found that the friends did not see her for about three weeks prior to um to the supposed well the three weeks prior to the police officers finding the body uh, okay. so yeah so she's definitely so been, been there for a while yeah it has been some time yes and they also mentioned um some guy who had lived with her for about four and a half years named robert powell Investigators doing their due diligence ended up calling in Robert Powell. He was homeless and jobless at the time um, that he lived with her. Uh, They did not have any relationship or, you know, nothing intimate at all whatsoever. Um, He was actually one of her former co-workers that she just so happened to take in and um, because he was kind of just down and out, whatever. So she took him in. Um, he uh, robert had mentioned the house being in disarray so it was pretty much just a mess um he recalls only one toilet working so he became the handyman Mm -hmm. of the house um so he cleaned up around the house and fixed the plumbing as well he cleaned up the yard weekly you know he was kind of living there but he was also helping her out Mm -hmm. in a sense um okay so the officers um, are asking him questions like what it was like living there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they're just interviewing him. And he said that um, it was great, except uh, there were times where she would go off randomly. Like she couldn't, ne- like he couldn't necessarily pinpoint what her issues were. Mm-hmm. There were just times where um, her arguments were sporadic and she mm-hmm. was just upset all the time, yeah. supposedly. I don't know. Um, and they had multiple altercations where she'd get physical with him. Um, he mentioned having to push her off of him. Um, he said that he he said that he felt she wanted to entice him to physically fight her. Um, like, and that's how, like, that's, she just wouldn't stop. Like would always, you know, just push all his buttons. Exactly. Um, and he said that he just never really bought into it. Um, you know, whatever, for obvious reasons. Ultimately, um, this is what may have led him to leave um, the home. So um, before he moved... Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) Exactly. Before he moved, he held a garage sale to sell some of her belongings that she did not need or may have bought and never returned. Um, The interesting thing about this is that um, the neighbors did not see her at all during this garage sale. Huh. Yes. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So, the investigators, you know, given all this information, um, they noticed a cut on his hand and asked about it. And he said that she had made the mark um, during one of their most recent altercations, which was the altercation that basically made him want to leave. leave. Yeah. Um, pretty much. Um, hi, Charlie. <laughs> This started over a petty argument um, where it led to her getting physical again with him. Um, And while describing the argument, um, the interview then turned into a confession. Oh, wow. They ended up physically fighting. Um, After he confessed to hitting her, um, he told her that he didn't want to go to jail. Her face was bleeding, and although she was a bit shocked that he hit her, she continued to get physical with him. 
<laughs> Which is just like I'm I'm thinking I'm like for one this is a 67 year old you know woman Lady, yeah. yeah just kind of kind of going off right. you know for whatever reason and like I don't know I've had my moments and my fair share where I'm always like yeah. you know off the rails just going off but Jesus yeah that's a lot like she, yeah my yeah. face is bleeding I'm done yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I get exactly. it you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay um Robert then made his way to the living room to reach under uh, the seat cushion where he had a gun. Oh, wow. Um, he pointed the gun at her to kind of threaten her to stop. Um, and he said, you need to really relax and calm down. This is enough. This is over. Um, Elvira then went down on one knee. And when she got down on one knee, uh, Robert snapped, pulled the trigger and shot her. Oh, my goodness. He said that he saw blood, walked out to close the door, and never opened it again. Oh my gosh, he just left her? Yeah. Oh, what? what? Sir? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. He then took her car to leave it just about anywhere. Um, he drove and drove until it ran out of gas um, and then left it at the pecan orchard oh my gosh and then of course the investigators found the confession to be true obviously of course okay so there were multiple um district attorneys assigned to this case um and um with that basically not a lot of the prosecutors necessarily um cared enough about the case to go to trial um there were a lot of subpoenas going back and forth um Mm -hmm. with this case um a lot of deadlines that had to be made that were just simply missed by the district attorney's office um the da also failed to um show up with at like the setting conferences for trial um to get it going mm-hmm. um which ultimately violated robert powell's rights to a speedy trial oh. um and since the da failed to make deadlines and show up to hearings uh robert powell's was then dismissed of all charges and set free <gasps> what <laughs> yeah Wait, whoa! I was so the judge. Yes, so the judge said um, with Robert's claim that um, first of all, jail just wasn't suited (laughs) with him, and with multiple um, threats and and his livelihood pretty much being threatened in jail. Which is such bullshit. After you kill someone and then you claim that your livelihood is like totally agree. Are you kidding me? Supposedly, he lost a lot of weight in jail due to some sickness that just wasn't um treated ever since he was arrested um so pretty much they thought like okay yeah perhaps he would die if we don't get him charged quick enough whatever i don't fucking know but anyways yes so he was dismissed and set free um shortly after an appeal was filed um and however it was it since last year it well two years ago it has been pending um, the appeal has been pending ever since. 
um, without any guarantee that they would even right. take the appeal. Um, and during the mind blown. <laughs> during the pending of the appeal, sixty-year-old uh, Robert Powell was in front of a voluntary homeless shelter um, and died of <gasps> exposure. What? Of cold or some shit? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was too cold. What? Yes. Outside of a homeless shelter? Yeah. I think it was like a voluntary homeless shelter, so I don't know if he was volunteering or what. Or but, if he was like... Yeah, or if he was there. And then he homeless. died of exposure? Yes. You can take someone's life. But you but die. But you die of exposure. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel so bad for the family of Elvira because yes. you just don't get any justice. No, at all. You have... The confession tape was about an hour... And so you have an hour detailed confession tape. Wow. And nothing. Like the judge, I, I don't even like to dismiss him of all charges. That doesn't even make any sense. That sounds crazy. But it, it, you know, the most, it's so fucked up because you hear it a lot in a lot yeah. of these cases when um, charges are totally dismissed and not because you're not the killer. It's because no. of like things that happened along yeah. the way during the trial, mm-hmm. which fucks it up. And then they, they do a mistrial and then they just dismiss it all. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck, dude? Yeah. Um, The judge had claimed that um, both sides, so prosecutors and defense attorneys, that they were both um, very unprofessional um, and they should have handled it better. And I think it was because of the missed deadlines. Sounds like they were all unprepared. All unprepared for something that was handed to you, a confession? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you don't even have to prove that. He is literally saying he did it. Like, on tape. Oh, and then man. showed where he talked about, he mentioned where the um, the car was, you know, and yeah. that's where they found it. And and I'm, I'm going to assume that he didn't have the best attorneys. He wasn't some rich no, man. No, they were appointed. Afford. Yeah, they, it was an appointed attorney. So this is a slam dunk case and you fucked and it up. fucked up the whole thing. Fucked it up. Wow. This that case was given to you and you fucked it up. It's so sad. It's sad. What's and then he just dies, and then dies as a free man. So I like I was listening to the confession, and he was saying like, as he was talking, it was really weird because. So they were saying like, oh, did you know? Um, did you know Elvira? You know, you know, we heard that you lived with her, and he's like, yeah, I lived with her. You know, whatever. Um, and he's like, just kind of talking about her. And they're like, do you know why you're here? And he said, no, I don't know why I'm here. Here's the thing. If I get called into a police station mm-hmm. and they ask me, do you know why you're here? And I say, yeah, clearly I wouldn't know why I'm here. Yeah. And they mention a friend's name. The first thing I would ask is what's happening. Yeah, that's What true. is going on? And he did not ask that. Wow. And that's something that I noticed. Yeah. He's just, they're just asking questions about her and he's just like answering it. And he is supposedly, at this point, he supposedly doesn't even know. Exactly. That she's dead or has yeah, been murdered. He doesn't know. Supposedly, he's not supposed to know anything. Wow. The first thing I'm asking. You investigate. No, yeah, but it's like the first <laughs> thing I'm, I'm asking is, 
well, what's going yeah, on? What, what do yeah. you mean? Why am I, why am I in what for her? her? Yeah. Like, what's happening? What happened? Absolutely. You know? That's so and true. he just, he was just like, no, yeah, I know her. And then just answered questions, didn't even ask why, Whoa. why he's, why they're asking questions about her, like nothing. And I was just like, wow. That's crazy. And yeah, it's just crazy because it went from him just bringing up how he was kind of a victim from her her yeah yeah her you know physical abuse or yeah whatever. yeah which is like okay fine but like it j- the fact that it just turned to him snapping like he just said i i snapped yeah you know he also mentioned that he, what he planned on doing was killing himself mm. and he said that wow. yeah and i guess he like wanted to he was going to kill himself where the car had stopped and ran out of gas, but he decided he didn't want to kill himself there. Like, it was just so, ugh. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn, that's a yeah. crazy story. Such a fucked up story. It, yeah, I, t- I'm, <laughs> I'm lost of words, like, to dismiss the whole yeah. thing on murder charges. It makes you wonder how many times that's happened. Oh my goodness. You know? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And, and to think of all the people that have literally been beaten to confess to crimes that they did not commit Mm -hmm. and have been sentenced to life in prison over things like that yeah and then this man literally confessed on his own with his own will what happened and then he gets to be a free man yeah that's ridiculous it is Oh, man, our judicial system is, like... Fucked up. Oh, my god! That's the fact that you can just, as a judge, you can dismiss the case. Yeah. Yeah. A case like this. And you don't, like, tell, like, tell the attorneys, okay, listen, I see you're not prepared. Yeah. Get your shit together. Exactly. We're gonna meet back soon. I feel like the worst that you should do is continue the trial date. Continue deadlines. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst thing that you should do. Yeah. You know what I mean? To have the right to a speedy trial, why does a murderer have that right? Yeah, you took someone's life. A speedy trial for what? Yeah. Because you're uncomfortable in jail? Yeah, yeah. Like, nigga, you should be going... Whoops. (laughs) You should be going to jail anyways. Exactly. Like, oh gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a story. Yes, and this story... um, is called the handyman oh and that is the story of the handyman interesting wow whoa okay yeah that was a crazy story and you know what you guys i actually just we just looked up the photos i i just asked honey what they look like and poor elvira she was an older um hispanic woman Mm -hmm. This motherfucker that killed her was white. A white man. No shit. He got, he off. got off free. Of course he's dismissed. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They weren't trying to charge him with anything in the first place. Nope. He's an older white male. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just, wow. Amazing. It's yeah. amazing what happens. Absolutely. When you're fucking white and yeah. old and male. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> an older white man. That's imagine. You can literally you can, get away with yeah, murder. Absolutely. Literally. After confessing to it. Oh my gosh. Well, that's cocktail murder. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Ooh. Crazy stuff. Yeah, these were crazy stories. Both of <sighs> ours had an element of like somebody, like Elvira took him in, mm-hmm. you know, and. Oh, yeah. And my friend, my friend, yeah. my story what had to do with friends. Like yeah. they literally took, took that in. girl in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you have to watch your back. Seriously. Absolutely. That's crazy. Yep. They always say, uh, watch. What is it? What's the saying? Watch the hand. Watch the hand. Uh, I don't know. I, I <laughs> basically something about somebody biting the hand that feeds you, or don't bite the hand that feeds you. Oh yeah, you don't. Right? Yeah, yeah, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep yeah. your friends close. Keep your enemies close. Seriously, seriously. She's not too close because clearly they will yeah, don't kill ever, you. Yeah, don't get that close. Oh yeah. my goodness. But, yep, that is. That's our story. <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoyed this yeah. episode. This is a shorter episode. It is. It definitely is. We kind of got through um, it quickly, but um, yeah, but yeah, the, the really good stories. We recommend um, you watch the documentary from Taj's story. Yeah, and I recommend you listen to Robert Powell's um, confession tape. Yeah. Um. Again, it's about an hour, and it's everywhere. So yeah, and he confesses. He tells you exactly what happened and they both do like both of our killers today they um didn't look like they would commit these murders Mm -mm. like if you saw them walking down the street you would never think like at all that well your guy could could totally possibly but (laughs) i wouldn't think it but if you told me he was a murderer i'd be like okay yeah yeah. i can see it no yeah yeah. any white old white male with a mustache yeah for sure sure. easy easy no beard just a mustache yeah yeah oh he's definitely a murderer murderer. yeah yeah but wow wow, yeah this is cocktail murder you guys yeah thank you so much for listening hey if you need to rant at all if you need poor advice pun intended please (laughs) email us at cocktail murder um at gmail.com we will be happy to um read it out loud if you would like for it to be anonymous we could do that too just to kind of uh talk about and or give you advice on what it is that's on your chest. Yeah. So, even yeah. if it's poor advice. Yes, even if we it's don't poor advice. It we will, one way or another, <laughs> one sip at a time. Do not ask us how to suck dick because we don't know. Because we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys well, I, great. I can la- I can lazily suck dick. Can you? I can I do would, the lazy dick suck. I so even if I do the lazy dick suck, I think like I mean you might as well not let me suck your dick at all. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> You're not gonna like, like it. Tell me tell me to stop already. Yeah. Because at this exactly. point you know I don't care. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. But anywho, you guys have been great. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Um, and make sure you catch our Instagram live every Wednesday, 7, 7 p.m. PST. We drink and we talk about different cases with you guys. Yeah. And it's always good to see your comments in Yeah, live. it's so fun. We can interact with you yes. and talk to you guys. And yeah, we love it. We love our Instagram lives. They're so yes. much fun. We look forward to it every week. But all right, all right. guys. Well, Until the next murder. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. (laughs) Bye. Bye.